0: Welcome back. You are listening to Fly Penguins Fly, Game Day Podcast, episode 127. How about that new intro stayed up into the wee hours last night, looking at tweets from all the uh, Penguins beat writers who were in Fenway Park. It is, it is the day, folks. First of all, happy stinking New Year. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff Taylor. This podcast is for you, for Penguins fans, and for hockey fans all around the world. It is 2023, it's the third, it is the third calendar year in which I have been, you know, covering the Pittsburgh Penguins from right here in the Fly Penguins Fly game day podcast chair, and I couldn't be more stoked. So this this podcast is truly for you. Thank you for being with me and us. My wife, Ashley, uh, sometimes guest host, Jordan DeFigio, recently took over the podcast for part of December uh, but first and foremost, again, thank you to you, the listener, for, for just chilling, for chilling with me while I talk Penguins hockey, while I figure out this insane sport of ice hockey in real time in front of you. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Penspod on Instagram at FlyPenguinsFly, and subscribe to the Fly Penguins Fly YouTube channel. You can find the link for that in today's episode notes. All right, Penguins fans, today it's an early one. Your Penguins pay a visit to Fenway Park and the Boston Bruins, the juggernaut Boston Bruins. It is a 2 o'clock p.m. puck drop. Of course, we all know that is not the time the puck will actually drop. In fact, where it usually drops about 7 to 10 minutes after the announced time, I wouldn't be surprised if the puck dropped at 7 (laughs) o'clock. There's going to be a ton of television stuff that they've got set up for us, special little commemorations and dedications. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a military plane flyover. Uh, it could go on and on. So this is going to be played in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, and that kind of got me thinking about what commonwealths are, because the Pittsburgh Penguins play out of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and Massachusetts, as also known as a commonwealth, led me to look up that word, never gave it much thought, probably because I didn't grow up in a commonwealth. I grew up in a mere state, in New Jersey specifically. A commonwealth is a political community founded for the common good. So there you go. If you need some common good, get yourself to Massachusetts or or come on down here to Pennsylvania, my new home state. As I tweeted the other night, I, I really am still feeling like like a kid in a candy store, kind of on vacation, or like a tourist here in Pittsburgh. Thanks to all my friends here in uh in the Steel City, my new friends and new associates who will soon become friends. Boy, I am just shot out of a cannon excited about the new intro that I had <laughs> there. I really love the vocals that I recorded with my wife Ashley. She and I are singing that uh, it's a hockey night in Pittsburgh tag. There it's part of something else I'm I'm working on, but let's talk hockey. It is the 2023 Winter Classic your Pittsburgh Penguins are tied with the Chicago Blackhawks for the most outdoor games played. I believe that is the case now or they will surpass the Blackhawks. No, I think they'll tie them with today's game. Okay, that's what I that's what I saw. Your Penguins are 19-11-6, a respectable 44 points. It's nothing compared to the Boston Bruins, though. The the Bees come into tonight's, I should say today's game with a killer record of 28, 4, and 2 for an NHL League best 60 points. 60 points before the All-Star break. Okay, the Bruins, they are on an absolute tear. Let's talk about them in just a minute. But tonight's I keep saying tonight because you know what? It's gonna be practically dark out with the haziness. And uh the winter the winter malaise anyway. But today, this afternoon, your starting goaltenders are almost certainly for uh the Boston Bruins, Linus Ulmark, who has been fire this year for uh for the Bees, and for your Pittsburgh Penguins from Surrey, British Columbia, number 35, <laughs> Tristan Jari. Uh Pittsburgh Penguins history of outdoor games of their record. Our record as Penn's fans. You know, you like to say our or we when you talk about your favorite team. Sometimes I do it. Do you do that? I think you do because you're a fan because you're listening to this podcast or you're a friend of mine like Peter Randazzo. Shout out to Peter. We just got to play hockey uh, the other night in the Garden State. But uh, that is to say your Pittsburgh Penguins are 2-2-1 in the history of their outdoor games as a franchise going back to 2008, when they won the very first ever Winter Classic in Buffalo. Well, I should say at Buffalo. Technically, it was in a town uh, called Orchard Park, New York. But in those five contests that your Penguins have played in the elements thus far, they are 11 goals for, 15 goals against. Winners of that first ever, uh, the 2008 Winter Classic against the Sabres back then, Mike Sullivan himself, though, with with regards to outdoor games as a coach, going back to his time as assistant underneath John Tortorella with the New York Rangers. Rangers defeat the Flyers in 2012 at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia, 3-2. The crazy stat there is the Rangers just don't lose outdoor games. They are 5-0-0 in regular season outdoor games played out in the elements, and that's just nuts. But your pens... 2-2-1 in outdoor game history, Fenway Park, folks, the green monster. And if you haven't already seen the imagery, and I know you have, because if you're listening to this podcast, you're dialed into the Twitter accounts from the usual suspect journalists. Rob Rossi tweeting last night, uh, Taylor Haas, Danny Shiree, Seth Rohrabah, giving us that inside look. It was really neat. So they get the team practice in yesterday. I think it was around 4.30 p.m., and what we started to see was, as practice wound down, the Penguins themselves bringing their kids out, wearing the jerseys of their dads out on the ice. In fact, Nikita Malkin and Alex Latang were seen playing hockey with their dads out there. One hilarious moment was Nikita Malkin gets the puck from, from Gino and immediately gives a no-look pass to Alex Latang, which is exactly... Uh, what we see that drop pass from Geno is is quintessential seventy one. You love it when it lands. Sometimes it goes into Nowheresville <laughs> in the neutral zone and leads to a turnover. But more often than not, uh, more often than not, uh, Geno gets on his horse and creates a ton of offense for the Pens. Let's talk a little bit about injury updates for today. Uh, we we mentioned our starting goaltenders are Jari and Olmark, respectively, for the Pens and Bruins. No Jeff Petrie, likely no Josh Archibald or Chris Letang today. Although, as I record this, Letang is listed as day-to-day, and I will, this is not something I normally do, but with such an early game and less time to prep, I'm going to open Twitter and just refresh it. What am I seeing? What am I seeing? People want to know who's in Boston. They're looking at old jerseys. Okay. All right, and actually... um, I am reading something here that uh, it's it's just been reported that Chris Letang's uh, father has passed away and that uh, Chris is going to be with his family today up in the Montreal area. Yeah, that's uh, that's terrible news, terrible news for the Letang family, and it's just been a rough stretch for, for 58. Uh, amazing that he's been resilient, as he has, to... Make the comeback after having the stroke, but my condolences go out to Chris and his family, to the Letang family, um, another, another loss there, uh, very, very difficult to hear about those things, but uh, that's, that's something that's unique, right? As, as fans of sports teams, we're, we're hearing a lot of information about people that we don't know personally, and so you, you kind of feel the grief in a sense, and then uh, somehow we, we move on and we watch the game. So today, uh, condolences go out to the Letang family, but uh, you have your Penguins suiting up today to play this emotionally charged game now, especially after, after this news, against the Boston Bruins, who simply cannot be beat. 28-4-2. and That's just nuts. Let's look at the Penguins' lineup a little bit. Uh, the lines are shaken up with injuries. Letang out, Petrie out, Archibald... Looks like Ryan Paling is set to make his return for the Winter Classic today. He's going to slot in in the center position. This is per Seth Rorabaugh's tweet yesterday detailing some of the, li- the lines that he saw uh, Coach Sullivan and uh, the other coaching staff deploying in the outdoor practice. So you have Gensel Crosby, Brian Rust on the right wing, uh, Ricard Raquel down on the second line with Malkin and Zucker. I look forward to that. You know, I've seen people complaining and, you know, sounding the alarm that, oh my God, Ricard Raquel's on the second line. They're not the same player, Ricard uh, Ricard, Raquel, Brian Rust. Of course, they're very different players. Raquel brings a lot of physicality, certainly an incredible finishing ability, but you could say the same thing about Brian Rust. I know you're excited about 67. He's still kind of fresh blood in the Penguins, in Penguinsdom, but Brian Rust is Has been there for you, folks. Maybe a little bit streakier when it comes to actually finishing. But let me introduce you to two guys named Sidney Crosby and Jake Gensel. Okay, so what we're really looking to do here is get those guys activated and see scoring spread out through the lineup. Again, activating Evgeny Malkin. Jason Zucker's an activator. He's a real agitator in that sense. And Ricard Raquel is a is a great finisher. Yet two goals from Jason Zucker in, in a recent game. So. Just a little bit of a wave of the wand, and yeah, Mike Sullivan has had a tougher time lately. The Penguins have had a tougher time lately actually getting the W, and then it's a big deal, but you do shake it up, right? Much like we've seen Dumoulin's minutes limited, some of you are calling to have Dumoulin be made a healthy scratch. Well, right now, that's not a possibility. With the three defensemen out, one grieving the loss of a parent, obviously, up in Montreal, would have been a possibility. We we saw tang play in this game, but uh, it's not going to happen. All right, day-to-day injury, but but now the the loss in the family. Jeff Petrie, Chad Ruedel, all three of them out. So Doomlin on the bottom pair. Uh, to, to finish off, talk about the forwards. Teddy Bluger sliding in on that center position on the third line, shaking things up. Again, getting Jeff Carter out on the wing. I think it's a nice move. Ryan Paling comes back today in this Winter Classic in Boston, centering the... The fourth line. Again, this is per Seth Rohrbaugh. We'll see exactly what happens in the game. Caspery Kapanen on his right wing. Danton Heinen on the left wing. And folks, that is going to start to wrap things up for me here on today's episode of Fly Penguins Fly, today's special winter classic episode of the Fly Penguins Fly game day podcast. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Pens Pod on Instagram at FlyPenguinsFly, and please subscribe to the FlyPenguinsFly YouTube channel. The link to that is in today's episode notes. A special shout out to my good friend, incredible composer, band leader, and certainly drummer Mark Juliana for, for playing on the new intro. We're going to continue to tweak that, and I actually have plenty more great content from him that I'm going to work into an outro, but for today you're hearing... The standard outro that you've that you've known and you've stuck with me listening to for the last couple of years. Remember, if you've got a friend who needs to know about this podcast, please tell them about it. The more black and gold in the house, the better. All right, Penguins fans, you can watch today's 2023 winter classic versus the Bruins live from legendary Fenway Park in Beantown, USA, exclusively on TNT as longtime listeners. Well, know one of our favorite ways to tune in here at the Game Day podcast is via terrestrial radio or on the web at 1059 VX FM where I understand Josh Getzoff will be calling this game with Phil Bork from right up on the glass next to the rink uh, not the customary position for radio calls in normal game situations Josh is going to be wearing a custom red blazer with a plaid print that he had made just for today's Winter Classic event in tribute to both the baseball theme of today's hockey game and Pittsburgh's own, the gunner, Bob Prince. All right, enjoy this afternoon's Penguins road game, outdoor game versus the Boston Bruins, and, of course, hey Let's go, Penn!